So welcome to Exodus 19, Nation Married to God. This is your host, Richard Massey. And I pray that you guys are having a blessed Monday. That's right, you heard me correct. Blessed Monday, second day of the week. Had a wife's birthday on Friday and our 23rd anniversary on Sunday. So I wasn't able to do the podcast then, so we're going to Monday. Second day of the week. And I pray that also whatever you and your family are going through, that God will the strength to go through it. So we're going to continue on from the same subject that we've been on for the last two weeks. I'm just trying to see the difference between covenant commandment, commandment, covenant commandment, and the law. I'm not going to be before you long, so we're just going to get started in Exodus. 2411. Exodus 24:11. It says, And upon the nobles of the children of Israel he laid not his hand. Also they saw Yah and did eat and drink. And that script that scripture right there, that verse right there is talking about the covenant confirming meal. You can read or go back to the previous two episodes to hear more on that. But that's what that's talking about. So we know in this chapter. The people said yes twice. There was a blood ratification in reference to the covenant commandment. And then there was a covenant commanding meal, covenant uh, confirming meal that they ate to conclude the uh, agreement. 2411. It says, And Yahweh said unto Moshe, Come up to me into the mount and be there, and I will give thee tables of stones and a law and commandment covenant, what I have, which I have written, that thou mayest teach them. And Moshe rose up, and his minister Joshua, and Moshe went up into the mount of Yah, and he said unto the elders, Terry, be here for us until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and is that Lord, Lord, are, are with you. If any man have any matters to do, let him come unto them. Anybody has a problem, let him go to Aaron and Or. And Moshe went up into the mount, and the cloud covered the mount. So Moses, Moshe was going to be up there for a little bit. All right, let's go to Deuteronomy 21. Deuteronomy 29 and 21. Deuteronomy 29 21. And Yahweh shall separate him unto evil out of all the tribes of Israel, according to all the curses of the covenant that are written in the book of the law. Yahweh shall separate him unto evil out of all the tribes of Israel, so anybody that does wrong, according to all the curses of the, of the covenant commandment that are written in the book of the law. So. You know that the book of the law consists of curses, punishments, and judgments. The covenant commandment has no curses only to those who disobey their mother and their father. Their days won't be long upon them. That's the only one out of ten that has a curse to it. But with the book of the law, they all have penalties on them up until death. 
Deuteronomy 29, 22 says, so that the generation to come of your children that shall rise up after you and the stranger that shall come from a far land shall say, when they see the plagues of that land and the sickness of which Yah have laid upon it, these punishments, they're going to see it, right? And that the whole land thereof is brimstone and salt and burning that is not sown. Not given anything, no harvest, nor bearing, or any grass growth therein, like the overthrow of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma, and Zobium, and Adonai overthrew, which Adonai overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. So when Adonai is in his anger and in his wrath, nothing can grow. He won't allow it. That's a part of your punishment. Sometimes that makes me uh, think about today's times. For Yah and Elohim to be mad, our soil is replenished, our food is tampered, and it's not really for nutrients, our water, our air, everything diminished because of the anger of Yah, because of the anger of Elohim, because we are not doing what he's told us to do. That's my belief. That's my opinion. Even all the nations shall say, shall say, Wherefore have Adam I done thus unto this land? What meaneth the heat of his great anger? 25. Then men shall say, Because they have forsaken the covenant of Adonai Elohim of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them forth out of the land of Egypt. Because they have forsaken the covenant of Elohim Adonai, of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them forth out of Egypt. They broke the covenant. That's why he's upset. For the ones who are not going back to the covenant, which they can't, they have to hold on to the law right now to Yeshua comes, they have to abide by the law because they lost the covenant. So they have to abide by the law until Yeshua comes and die on the cross. Let's go to Romans 7 11. Romans 7 11. For sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it slew me. Wherefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy and just and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid, for sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin by the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, so understand. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that I do not. That, uh, that what, what I do, that do I not. For what I hate, that I do. So we see that there's two separations here. The law is holy, and the commandment covenant is holy. Commandment covenant was made first from Genesis 1 to Exodus 24. And then the law took its place because we broke the covenant commandment 
all we had at the time was the law. And we were to use and abide by the law until Yahshua died on the cross to put us back into covenant command. Ephesians 2, 12. Ephesians 2, 12. Ephesians 2, 12. That at that time you were without Messiah, excluded from the citizenship of Israel, and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no expectation and without Elohim in the world. That at that time you were without Messiah. When you broke the law, and you were under the law, and the covenant commandments stopped because you broke the covenant commandment and you were now under the law. You were without the Messiah because he didn't come yet. So you had to do the law. So they started in covenant commandment. They built the golden calf. The covenant commandment was broken. You were placed under the law, which had you without the Messiah. And when he came back, he made it to where you can go back to the covenant commandment and not to grace. It says that that at that time you were without the Messiah. Because from Exodus to Matthews, the Messiah wasn't here, so he was under the law. Excluded from the citizenship of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise. Because when you broke the law, you were excluded from the citizenship of Israel and strangers to the covenant of promise because it was no longer. We're talking uh, Exodus 24, when the covenant commandment was broken, on being under law, you are excluded from the citizenship of Israel, and you are strangers to the covenant of promise, because that was something that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did. So now under Moses' watch, when the calf was built and created, the covenant commandment stopped, the law began, and people after that, they were excluded from the citizenship of Israel, and they were a stranger to the covenant of promise. They heard about it, and they probably wanted to go back, but at that time they couldn't because they needed somebody to set them free, which came later. So having no expectation without Elohim in the world. But now in Messiah Yahweh, you who were once afar off have been brought near by the blood of the Messiah. He redeemed you back to the commandment covenant. Right? Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Kings, Samuel, Kings, I said, right? Chronicles, Psalms, Job, Isaiah, all are in this era right here. And then when you get to Matthews and Yahshua's on the scene, it says, but now the Messiah, Yahshua, or, or Yahweh, who once were afar off have been brought near by the blood of Messiah, whom dying on the cross allowed you to come back to the covenant commandment. Galatians 3.6, because it was 
you were to stay under the law until an impending change. There had to be a change, and the change was Yahshua now being on the scene and dying on the cross. Until impending change. It stayed like that until, until, then it was going to change. But then it was going to change back to the covenant commandment, not to grace and not to the continuance of the law. Galatians 3 and 6, even so Abraham did believe Elohim, and it was reckoned unto him as righteousness. Genesis 12. Galatians 3, 6 is talking about Genesis 12, because even so Abraham did believe Elohim. Where did that happen at? Genesis 12. What was the subject? What was the topic? Covenant commandments. When he told Abraham about it, Abraham believed, and it was counted and reckoned unto him as righteous. No law. Covenant commandment. Seven. Know then that those who are of belief are the sons of Abraham. Just like Abraham believed when Elohim told him, we believe when Abraham told us. And the scripture, having foreseen that Elohim would declare right the nations by belief, what do they believe in? What, Abraham, what, what Elohim told Abraham in Genesis 12. Announced the good news to Abraham. Abraham's name has been used a lot right here. Beforehand, saying, all the nations shall be blessed in you. Why? Because I have established my covenant commandment with you in Genesis 12, and you believed it, and you were reckoned, reckoned as unto righteous. So that those who are of belief are blessed with Abraham, the believer. 10. For as many as are of works of Torah are under the curse. For it has been written... Curses everyone who does not continue in all that has been written in the book of the Torah to do them. Because the Torah was imposed. Covenant commandment was agreed upon by the children of Israel. There was a blood ratification by the children of Israel. There was a covenant confirming mill by the children of Israel. After they built the golden path, the law was then imposed on them. They did not have a choice or they would die. Because the law, the law at that time, now the law is a is a is a um, is an umpire. Right? It's a schoolmaster. It's showing you how to stay close to Yah because you don't have the covenant commandment. So their law is now imposed. The people never agreed to the law. The people never had a, a law confirming meal, and they never, and it wasn't blood ratified, but it was imposed on them to do the law until Yahshua came back. But the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed, whoever believes. He does not say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one. And to your seed, who is the Messiah, who is to come back to redeem you, to bring you back to covenant commandment. 17. Now this I say, Torah, 
that came 430 years later after the covenant. The law came 430 years later after the covenant. It does not annul the covenant previously confirmed by Elohim and Messiah so as to do away with the promise. It doesn't it doesn't annul a covenant previously confirmed by Elohim and Messiah so as to do away with the promise. It doesn't do annul. For if the inheritance is by Torah, Torah it is no longer by promise. The promise is the covenant commandment. But Elohim, Elohim gave it to Abraham through a promise. We keep going back to Abraham, and we keep going back to the fact that Elohim gave it to Abraham through a promise. Where was that at? Genesis 12. What was the subject matter? Covenant commandment. Abraham didn't know nothing about the law. Abraham never knew nothing about the Levites. Neither did Jacob, neither did Isaac. They did not know of that. They didn't know about the book of the law. Everything that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob knew, it was covenant-based. Everything. 19. So it says, why then the Torah? Question. It was added because of transgressions until the seed should come to whom the promise was made. You see, they couldn't go back to the covenant commandment until the seed should come to whom the promise was made. Yahshua said, I come in my father's name to do my father's will. I don't have my own agenda. So 19 says, why then the Torah? It was added because of transgressions. That's why. That's why the Torah. Because they built their golden calf. So it was added because of transgressions. So if something's added, what is it added to? It's added to the covenant commandment. It's not added to it, but it's taken its place for now. Because you can't, the blood ratification, you can't add or you can't take away from it. So once you break it, that's almost dormant for a second. Until the seed, impending change, until the seed should come to whom the promise was made. Right? Then he say, you are my beloved son and you I am well pleased. And it was ordained through the messenger, messengers and the hand of a mediator. 20. The mediator, however, is not of one, but Elohim is one. Let's go to Hebrews 7. Hebrews 7, 16. Who has become, not according to the Torah, a fleshly command, but according to the power of an endless life? Who has an endless life? Yahshua HaMashiach. For he does witness. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. For there is indeed a setting aside of a former command because of its weakness and unprofitableness. For the Torah, perfect not. For the Torah, perfect, perfect not. 
but the bringing in of a better expectation through which we draw near to Elohim again. Right? And it was not without an oath. The Torah wasn't perfect and it didn't have an oath to it. The people did not agree to it. It was imposed on them until the impending change of Yahshua HaMashiach dying on the cross, redeeming us and bringing us back to the covenant commandments. Not grace. Hebrews 9 and 6. Hebrews 9 and 6. Now when these things were thus ordained, the priests went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of Yah. For unto the second with the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the heirs of the people. So he had to offer blood for himself first to make sure he was right before Yah. And then he can go back and offer blood for the people. Right? The Ruach HaKadosh is signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest. When the priests were on the scene, Yahshua wasn't here yet. So they had to do it this way because that's the best and only way that they could do it. It says, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him, that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. which stood only in meats and drinks and divers washing and carnal ordinances. Here we go with the word imposed. Imposed on them until the time of reformation. The law was posed on them. The biblical priests was imposed on them. The sacrifices of animals were imposed on them until the time of reformation. When Yahshua HaMashiach came on the scene, why would you need Levitical priest when he is now the high priest? The tabernacle lays dormant because he is your tabernacle. He is your city of refuge. Right? So until he, it was imposed. So hopefully and clearly we can see that there is a difference between covenant commandment and the law. That the law was only established 430 years after the transgression of the children of Israel, and it was to be in place until Yahshua HaMashiach came and died on the cross and, and gave us back and brought us back in the time of Reformation and redeemed our souls. And now we go back to living in the covenant commandment. Which you might say, well, Rich, that means that you don't have to do the Sabbath because that's in the law. No, the Sabbath is in Genesis 2. So you should be honoring the Sabbath. You should be honoring the Feast of Tabernacles. That's before the law, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. They're synonymous with the end times. The Feast of, the feast of uh, Ingathering. 
which was what they were doing in Acts 2, the beginning of the church. These things are very important, honoring the Sabbath and entering into his rest and showing faith because he simply said it. So this is just a reminder that this podcast is on Spotify and Instagram, and I am live on YouTube as well. So don't forget to like my page and to share my page where it applies. Don't forget to hit the notification button. And don't forget to subscribe as well. Shalom. Have a good night.